Hi everyone, today you're with Leon from Elite Fitness Goals. I'm going to talk about a topic that some people find hard to get enough of, sleep. Um, so I've got some tips and things that will help you get better sleep. Some of them might not work for you, some of them will work for you. It's trial and error, have a go and see what works for you. Um, I would say just give it a bit of time though. Try not to try it one night and say write it off completely. Try it consistently for a period of time and see what helps you. So one of the first questions people ask is how much sleep should we get a night and I would say somewhere between seven to nine hours depending on the individual um, but that's what we're going to be aiming for seven to nine hours so some people have trouble getting to sleep um, a cause of this could be from blue light we're looking at our phones we're looking at screens all, all day um, we can get blue light filters that filter the amount of blue light that we're taking from our devices um, you're probably going to ask, why should we filter the blue light? So blue light will suppress the production of a hormone called melatonin in our body, which gets our body ready for sleep. So it's important that we filter the blue light so we allow this hormone to build up during the day. So I would always leave, me personally, I would leave my blue light filter on my phone consistently. So I never take it off, it's always on there. So you can get blue light filters for your PC screens. You can even get, I think, little sheets you put on top which filters the blue light. You can download apps to filter the blue light. I'd really suggest doing this and I think it'd be really beneficial for you. Another reason that you would get a blue light filter is to reduce digital eye strain. So if you're looking at a screen all, all the time and it's straining your eyes, that will help reduce the, the digital eye, eye strain. Another method that will be really good for you to get ready for sleep or get ready for, for going to bed in the evening is maybe using lamps. So instead of using bright lights in the room, um, we would just use lamps. So it would be a duller light. So it would kind of get your body in a more relaxed state before going to bed instead of having just bright lights on in the room, which is more going to keep you alert and awake. Anxiety and depression is a big thing that will affect your sleep. So maybe whether you read a book before you go to bed or do something that's going to help you relax. So it could be getting a warm bath. You can get a warm bath with lavender oil in it. It will help you relax, help you get ready to be in a more relaxed state for going to bed. You can put lavender drops on your pillow. You can have lavender tea. You can have chamomile tea. So these are all things you can do in the evening and get yourself into a routine of doing to help you relax before you go to bed. And I'd say a big thing with, with going to bed is getting yourself in a routine. So going to bed at 10 o'clock every night or 11 o'clock and waking up at 7 or 8, depending on how you're going to do it, but make it consistent in what you do. And I would advise you doing that even on the weekends. So try not to, just because it's the weekend, do a different routine. Try and keep it consistent. Um, with humans and people, we're, we're quite routine in the stuff we do. Um and this could help you get better sleep as well. There's a few things that I would say we should avoid. Um, we should avoid having caffeine late in the evening. Um, caffeine's got a half-life of five to six hours. So with caffeine, if we had 200 milligrams of caffeine in the morning, say, at 9am, you'd still have 100 milligrams of caffeine left in your body at 2 to 3pm in the afternoon. So it just goes to show how long it stays in your system for. 
depending on how sensitive you are to caffeine would depend on how much you would take during the day and how late on during the day that you'd you'd stop taking it so for some people that are very sensitive they might avoid caffeine completely or they might have a coffee at nine o'clock in the morning and then that would be them for the rest of the day I would say to most people I probably wouldn't have caffeine after 12 o'clock especially if you are sensitive to it but I would say midday is probably a good time to stop drinking drinking caffeine Another thing that can affect her sleep is alcohol. So if you have drinks in the evening quite often, that can affect her sleep. You might find it helps you get to sleep in terms of you fall asleep quicker, but it will also affect the quality of your sleep. So it's probably going to be more disruptive. Um, you're not going to have as good sleep cycle that you would normally have. Um, so I would avoid drinking alcohol before bed. So these are a few of the things that I'd kind of suggest you to try. Um, to get better sleep I hope they help and we'll speak to you soon hi everyone this is Leon from Elite Fitness Goals today we're going to talk about most common fitness mistakes so what I believe is one of the most common fitness mistakes is people not planning their fitness journey out so they have good intentions for example they might want to go to the gym and they might want to lose weight so they'll start going to the gym three times a week which is great but they haven't planned out how they're going to lose the weight or how they're going to achieve it or what they're going to change in their lifestyle to help them achieve it. So what they normally do is go to the gym for a couple of months or a month or so, get disheartened and then quit. What you should really be doing is planning out your fitness journey. So it's good to obviously plan out your program so it's progressive um, and it's going to keep challenging you throughout your your workout obviously to achieve your goals whether you've got more specific goals than weight loss or whether you've just generally got weight loss it, it is your goal um, you should start off with maybe like a short medium and long-term goal so something that's gonna you can achieve within a month something you can achieve within a couple of months and then with your longer term goal just to keep you on track the whole way and so you're achieving small steps so you don't get disheartened or um, put off by how long it's taken to achieve your long-term goal but a big thing is looking into stuff like nutrition so if your goal is to lose weight but yet you're not doing anything with your nutrition chances are you're probably not going to achieve the results that you're looking for um, so I'd say planning out your nutrition so maybe you might want a calorie goal to work to um, and do calories and have a protein goal to work to each day um, some people might want specific meal plans, um, depending on the individual and how structured you really want to eat. Um, I find personally the best way is just calorie goals, flexible eating. You don't get bored of it. it teaches you how to to work within your calories, um, and you can still have the odd thing every now and then that you enjoy, which might not be a hundred percent what you should be going with. <clears throat> so I would say looking into other stuff as well so not neat so like non-exercise activity thermogenesis so you need to get your neat up so if you're just going to the gym for an hour a day that's great but you're only burning a set amount of calories so neat is obviously anything that's non-exercise activity thermogenics so basically walking anything else throughout the day which is activities which is going to get you moving and burning calories so increasing that so 
a lot of people with office jobs might only walk, I don't know, 3,000 steps a day. So you might give yourself a, a step goal where you're doing 10,000 steps a day, um, which is going to get you burning a lot more calories, especially if you're doing 10K steps every day from 3K steps. Um, it's going to make a big difference. Um, so yeah, and then tracking your results. So looking and tracking your results. So maybe measure yourself weekly, two weekly, um, and just tracking your results so then you know if things are changing and if you need to make any changes to your diet or your training plans at all. Um, it's just easier that way. So I hope this helps. Any other questions, message me at PT by Leon um, and hope to speak to you soon.